Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Lights, camera, action. Everybody loves the movies. You want to be in the movies? You want to be in a movie or at a movie? Everything that goes on in the Pittsburgh area the southwestern pennsylvania region when it comes to the film industry we're going to cover today don keezer is the executive director of the pittsburgh film office in studio with me and we appreciate you coming in you are passionate i talk about shelby following her passion this is your passion it is my passion and i'm proud of what we've built in southwestern pennsylvania it's a team effort and i'm excited to introduce you to some of the people that really make the magic happen and there was a it was front page news, Sunday paper about the industry and the fact that, uh, you know, over time, the incentives and we'll get into the details of all that for people that don't understand why there's productions. And it seemed like there were a bunch of things happening. Now there's just the one with Jeremy Renner and you overcame a writer strike, actor strike, and we're not quite there yet anyway. But this whole process of keeping this film industry active in southwestern Pennsylvania has been a real challenge. It has been a challenge, and it's always been a cyclical industry. There's been highs and lows, but we've been on such a high for so many years because Pennsylvania's in it, right? We have a great film tax credit program. It, of course, needs more money. We have an incredible crew. We have incredible talent that lives in southwestern Pennsylvania. But it's really us all working together that's been the magic. And we're hoping this starts picking up again soon because it's really slow. What is the highlight of what, when people come to scout locations, they want to look in southwestern Pennsylvania, what is it about this region that has been the backdrop for so many productions? Well, I get in trouble a lot because I talk about that we do New York better than New York does. But if you're in the <laughs> urban core of downtown, you can look like midtown Manhattan without all the problems of filming in midtown Manhattan. The secret sauce, why they come back, is our crew. We have some of the best crew in the country. The location that's always mentioned is the hills. They're always shocked when they get here. They think they're coming to the Midwest, and all of a sudden they're in hills. And it's the 90 different neighborhoods within the city of Pittsburgh that really speak to them. Because you can get all those different looks right. all within like a five-mile radius. So they don't have to go anywhere. So name some of the recent productions, because I know there's a couple of fun productions that are coming out here now and, and will be. 
Well, Driveaway Dolls just hit right. the theaters. A lot of fun. It's an Ethan Cohen movie, so take that for what it's worth. Yeah, it's if you Ethan know the Cohen. Cohen brothers, it's kind of, uh, they're fun and quirky. and they've Fun done a and lot quirky, of... not for the kids. No. This is not a kid movie. <laughs> no. And I get that. It's got dolls in the title, but not a kid's movie. And then we're super excited about Rustin, the Netflix film about um, Coleman. Well, Coleman Domingo stars as Rustin, Bayard Rustin, civil rights activist that a lot of people didn't know the story. And he's nominated. I saw, you know, I read about that story, and I, I'm really glad that it's been, the Pittsburgh is the backdrop for it. We look amazing. Our incredible construction set deck crew made us look like 1960s D.C. They did have to go to D.C. a couple times to get the Capitol Mall. That's a one we can't really replicate easily here in southwestern PA. Rustin's out. And then, of course, Mayor of Kingstown, which is filming now their third season, and American Rust will start airing next month in March on Amazon. They switch networks. So we're excited to see season two finally. We've all been waiting. And then they should start production on season three shortly thereafter. And that's the Jeff Daniels show. That's mm -hmm. been in the can season two. And now they are coming back. They plan on being here by this summer, prepping and shooting. They just have to air season two first on Amazon. So please watch because that will encourage Amazon to go ahead and sign all those contracts. For those that don't know the premise for... Uh, that show. It's a, it's a, how would you describe it? Well, these are all a little dark and these aren't for the kids again, right? But it, it talks about a small town. It talks about a police officer. It talks about sort of stories that go in and around a, let's call it a city that isn't exactly thriving. I didn't see season two yet. I did read some of the original stuff, but it does, it, they move into the big city a little bit more in season two as opposed to staying out in the more rural areas. And I know Jeff Daniels, he's from Michigan. I know he's always pushing Michigan too, and they, but he kind of fell in love with Pittsburgh, and he's the actor that looks like Rich Fitzgerald, who, by the way, is going to be my guest tomorrow. I heard he's coming tomorrow. I was going to give him a hard time about that, but you know, Jeff Daniels. I took uh, when he was Allegheny County Executive. We took Rich out to meet with Jeff. We have some great photos. They look like, and the best part was when Jeff apologized to Rich about Dumb and Dumber. He's like, I'm sure that wasn't really great for a politician's career. Oh, that's, that's tremendous. Well, we got a lot to cover. Don Kieser with us on the Big K Morning Show, and we're looking forward to it. Uh, and if you have any questions about the industry, you can just email us at instantaccess at kdkradio.com. 620, this is the Big K Morning Show. Larry Richard, Marty Griffin, feeling much, much better. Hoping to get back in the air chair here, maybe as early as Monday. We'll keep you posted. Meanwhile, we've invited Don Kieser, Executive Director of the Pittsburgh Film Office, to be with us today. We'll kind of make this a thematic on a leap day. If I met you and I would say, oh, you run the Pittsburgh Film Office, what is the number one question you get? How do I get to be in a movie? Ah, isn't it amazing? <laughs> it is amazing. How many people want to be in a movie? Everyone wants to do it. We tell everyone they should at least do it once, especially when you're going to work as background. Later on, we have Katie Cheneau from Monster Casting coming on to talk about that. My favorite is Dark Knight Rises, where we filled Heinz Field with 10,000 people dressed in their winter clothes. How did you do that? Well, they got paid, which dropped the unemployment rate one full percentage point in Allegheny County that month. <laughs> Super fun. Uh, but yeah, they were excited because people want to be in a movie. They want to be a part of it. And that's why it's so exciting to keep bringing this work to southwestern Pennsylvania, because you can be a part of it. You need all kinds of people to look all different ways. If you look at who you see in the grocery store, you look and see who you're walking by on the street, 
everyone looks different. So you want to be able to have everybody in. So, you know, I've been, my whole family's in the industry one way or another over the years. I still have family members working in the industry. And I got to tell you, it was fun. So Unsinkable, which has been, you know, delayed because of COVID and all the obstacles that they have overcome, you know, it has been a miracle that they finished that film, right? It's a miracle. We're thrilled. They've got... They're going to go international with their distribution plans and everything else. So we're very excited to see all that on the big screen. Yeah, Brian Hartman and his son Cody. and Who uh, wrote it, right? Yeah, and so Jimmy Crenn and I, so Brian Hartman says to me, hey, you want to, you know, be an extra for a day? It'd be fun. I'm like, yeah. So we go down and Heinz Hall's marble lobby on the side there was supposed to be a place in New York you know, a legal, looks, looks like some type of federal courtroom. And I'm seated at a desk dressed like, I guess, a senator. I didn't even know at the time. It didn't matter. It was just <laughs> fun to do. So we were there all day. And, you know, the industry is tedious when you're shooting a film because you got to do this scene and then it's you got to It's exciting every second times. of every day, Larry. I don't know what I, you mean. <laughs> I, listen, I was cool with it, right? But I'm thinking... All right, it's just one day in this whole production schedule over years with all these interruptions. But it ends up that one scene is what they keep going back to of this inquiry. So unsinkable, by the way, is the drama of what happens after the Titanic sinks and it's the legal battle that goes on. And Cody and Brian, they're local Pittsburghers, right? You know, Brian Hartman has been in production for years. His son wrote and then directed this film. And uh, PMI Productions, run by David Case downtown for also years. It's all going to be out there. But I can't believe they put you in that movie and didn't give you a speaking part. Well, actually. Oh, here we go. <laughs> there's a scene that we shot at the William Penn in the lobby. It was supposed to be the Waldorf Astoria Hotel. And... There, I'm one of the reporters. You know, I got a mustache, but but it's shot so far that you don't really see me up close. But you hear my voice ask a question. So I'm actually in the movie. With the speaking part. So in, that should get you your SAG in, card. In two different roles. <laughs> However, I've not seen the film yet. So they showed it at a film festival. And I got to tell you, people are like, Larry, you're in this movie. <laughs> like, you're in it. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet but either. But you see that one day, just that one phone call, just for fun, you know, it's not going to change the trajectory of anything I'm doing in the acting space, but it was just so much fun to be a part of and see all the professionals that work, you know, just everything that goes on in the course of one day of shooting is extraordinary. And it takes an army of people. I mean, right now, today, I believe I'm mayor of Kingstown, there's at least 400 people working. And I had heard, you know, when Sony was here doing some other stuff, before all the strikes and things, on a, on a given day, there could be 700 people working in the industry. Oh, absolutely. And that's just the crew. That doesn't include all the extras. You know, we did Escape from Danamora, and we used the closed prison over there on the north side. You walked in, you thought it was still an active prison because they had hundreds of people dressed as prisoners getting ready to do the whole riot scene and the whole deal. I mean, this is... It's a lot of people working. It's an army. We talk about it, the circus coming to town. They unpack the train. They unpack the tents. They bring out the lions and the tigers and, you know, everyone else. And they're here. And they're spending money with local businesses and hiring your friends and neighbors locally. It's why we do this. It's a fun business. 
But at the end of the day, it's all about spending money in the local economy and hiring local people, using local businesses. That's the whole driver for what we do. And coming up, I want to talk to you about the details. People hear this tax credit thing in a number, and it's just a number to them. But I want you to explain, if you will, how that works. Coming up with Don Kieser, Executive Director of the Pittsburgh Film Office here in how many years you've been doing this now, Don? You've been here a long time. 29. It'll be 30 in That's, September. we got to have a party for you. We uh, we should have a really big party. when we hit. The, I think so. Yeah. When we do, do some, <laughs> a few, get the tax credit insured forever. Yeah. And Marty Griffin is feeling much better and hoping to get the word that he'll be back maybe as early as Monday. And appreciate everybody who's reached out with their messages for Marty's recovery. Meanwhile, this is the Big K Morning Show. I'm Larry Richard. And with me this morning is Don Kieser, Executive Director of the Pittsburgh Film Office, about to hit 30 years doing that. You have seen the highs and lows of this industry in those three decades. I absolutely have. You've when been we a big part of it. Well, thank you. We have a great team. I have a great supportive board of trustees. We have great funders in the region. We've had great partnerships with our elected officials. And our local crew is really what makes this magic happen here. So when we hear about this tax credit thing, and again, this was front page news Sunday's Pittsburgh Post-Gazette about the industry and the challenges because other states are all battling to lure productions to their locations. Well, you have to think about the film industry as a mobile manufacturer, right? They can they, they come in with their factory. They can set down their roots. They can then pack up and go to yet another city, in most cases now other countries, because they, they can go where the money is. They can go where they can get the look, and they're not tied to any particular locale. The incentive industry really, really kicked off over 20 years ago. Pennsylvania's been in it for 18 years. And yes, we have a $100 million film tax credit program, which sounds like so much money, but we're sharing it with our friends in Philadelphia. Pennsylvania's blessed in that we have two production centers, right? We do a lot of work over here. They do a lot of work over in Philly. We'll tell you, most people would rather be on this side of the state. They like us better. We're 30% cheaper. I'll tell you our crew's better. They they want to be here. But having to share that credit, the, the money goes really quickly. And then when you look at the fact that Pennsylvania hasn't kept pace with the streaming industry, most TV series are running about $100 million per season, which means they've earned a 25% tax credit, which is how our credit works. So they've earned a $25 million tax credit based on the money they're spending in Pennsylvania, which has to be on Pennsylvania businesses anything they rent or purchase, and we keep getting more and more crew, so they're hiring all the Pennsylvanians as well. So how do you answer when people misunderstand how it works, where they go, we shouldn't be giving taxpayer money, you know, writing checks to production companies, all those rich billionaires that make all these productions? I'm glad you asked that question because it's really, it's not cashing, we're not writing checks to anyone, right? We're giving them a tax credit. It's like a 25% off coupon you'd use at the store, right? We give them a quarterback for every dollar they spend in Pennsylvania and it's dollars they never would have spent. So it's just that's like we- That's the key. That's the key. They never would have been here. This is money we would never have in the Commonwealth. In Southwestern PA, it's been over $150 million a year. We've topped $2.5 billion after 2023 in new money into this region's economy. There's 5,000 people that rely on this industry for their full-time employment, 20,000 statewide, plus countless businesses that work in this industry that actually are making some or part of their payroll off the film industry. So it's driving the economy. It's really helping. But it's like it's a 25% off coupon. And 
We audit them. We know every single dime they spend when they're in Southwestern, well, when they're in Pennsylvania, not just Southwestern PA. Right. They're required to do an audit. We get their revenue. We keep that money. They're here. They have to make their whole show. They have to finish. Then they're audited. So 18 to 24 months from now is when we actually write the tax credit certificate that they can then use for their own taxes. They can transfer it, which also means sell it. So if they don't have a tax liability in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, they can transfer it at a little bit of a discount. So they may sell it at 95 cents on the dollar to someone who does. Apple, by the way, number one buyer of tax credits in the country. Because if you think about all the taxes Apple owes, they're getting a little bit of a deal and they're paying off their taxes, but we're able to keep the industry running off a tax credit. How do you compete with states that have an unlimited? I know that Georgia is... And has drawn all these big productions. I think of Walking Dead and all these. Didn't Tyler Perry have a big film studio there? Tyler Perry bought a closed army base. Brilliant. And he bought it for a dollar. And then he put money into it to improve it, right? But he bought it before COVID. So when COVID hit, Tyler Perry Productions could keep working. Because he had his own compound. They had a store. I think they have a bowling alley. They had housing. But we haven't stayed competitive. You know, Pennsylvania was the third state in. New Mexico was first. Louisiana was second. Pennsylvania was third. Other states have bypassed us because they understand the economic impact from this industry and that it's not going to be replaced easily with something else. I know what happens. People get excited about the movie business. They want to meet the stars. They get, you know, there's a buzz, a natural excitement. And then the politicians get excited too. But promises made not kept about finding a way to raise that cap. We have some good supporters. We have bipartisan support because those who really take the time and understand the industry, those who understand that these are working class jobs, these are middle class jobs, these are family sustaining jobs. They start at $24 an hour. They average out at $40 an hour. That includes health benefits and pension payments as well. Like they really take care of the people. So it's not about the movie stars. These are all the people that are working for a living. These are the people who are working for a living in Pittsburgh, in Southwestern Pennsylvania, here in Pennsylvania. We have over 600 members of the IOTC crew. We'll be speaking to the president in a little bit. There's over 700 people on the list to be able to join the membership. We're training more people. This is an industry that just with a little bit of support an increase in those film tax credits, this year we're asking for $300 million, you'd see a change. Georgia is uncapped. They have a 30% credit. Last year, they did $6.6 billion worth of business. In one year. In one year. In their state. And every dollar they spent was taxed by the state. So that that's the part that people seem to miss, is that money is being spent here, mostly from outside money brought into the state and it's taxed by anything you would purchase just like anybody else exactly and they go to restaurants and it, there's a lot of stuff it's hard to capture and because it is a fun industry but at the end of the day it's called show business for a reason and, and you're going to meet one of those people coming up here in just a moment who works in this industry has been really successful for a long time coming up we're with don Kieser, executive director of the pittsburgh film office on the big k morning show this is the Big K Morning Show. Larry Richard with Executive Director of the Pittsburgh Film Office, Don Keezer. Don, you're going to introduce us to some people throughout the morning that work in the film industry here in southwestern Pennsylvania. I did get a question from our Instant Access 
the Smail Key Instant Access. Where do I find out about extra casting, and do they feed you, or do I have to pack a lunch? Oh, the timing on that question is absolutely perfect. So pghfilm.org, that is the film office website. I'm sure I'll repeat that 57 times today. And let's talk about the food. Because joining us right now is the amazing Leela Checo. She does craft service for our industry. She's been doing it a while. And I want her to talk a little bit about craft service and what she does. But can we define it first, Leela? Can you tell us what it is? And thank you for getting up. Well, I know you're up already because you've got to go to work anyway. But <laughs> Good morning, Leela. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, I do work today, but it's not till 1.30 p.m. Oh, well, you can go so back to sleep. Go back to sleep. <laughs> tell us what craft yeah. service is. Explain to people what that means because you and I know, but not everybody else does. Oh, yes, for sure. So on average, um, we work a 12 to 15 hour day. I'm usually in before most of the crew and we usually finish up afterwards. I'm with the crew, the cast, the background all day long and everything is available to them from coffee, hot tea, water. Um, we have a truck full of food that they could come in and make a sandwich. They could tell me if they want a sandwich, we will send it over to them. Um, we have scheduled snacks throughout the day. Um, that we provide everybody from, you know, one person up to I've fed 3,000 people before in a day's time. So I kind of have a restaurant that has 200 people plus all day long that constantly comes back for five, you know, they're there five days a week and maybe six months at a time. So I have the same customers. So I'm constantly changing it up um, on what we do. And um, it's a little bit of everything. If you want it, we'll try to find it if it's within reason. Um, now that it's cold outside, we have a lot of soups. We do a lot of sandwiches. Um, I, the biggest thing that I do that I pride myself on, I try to work with local businesses as much as possible. And um, we don't have time to make all that there, which we do make sandwiches. Yesterday I made Philly cheesesteaks for 200 people. Um, so that Good took Lord. up a bit three three hours of my time <laughs> that my assistant and I did. And we also had two other people running around set, making sure the coffee was ready. Um, that, you know, that never goes cold, that um, it's always there, ready to go. Um, well, how long, how long, Leela, have you been doing this? I think it's important for people to know that you work in this industry and it started when? Oh, yeah, I started, uh, I started at WKLN in Erie. I then went to WQED in Pittsburgh. Um, this job wasn't here when I really wanted to do it when I got out of college. So I did move to L.A. And then with the help of the film office and the job opportunities, I was able to come back. And now I've been in Pittsburgh 10 plus years. I've worked in the industry over about 20 years so far. And you have how many people on your team now? There's about 20 of you that do craft service total, right? Yeah, there's yeah. On a, right now I have for the show where I'm married of Kingstown, I have four to five daily. Um, at times I could have you know, up to 20 people when we have those large background numbers. Um, and then, Leela, had a, talk about a mm -hmm. little, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but talk okay. a little bit about how when you're in the neighborhoods, you're actually supporting those local businesses. My favorite story is on I Am Not Okay <laughs> With This when you bought out the Boy Scouts in Brownsville of their oh, yeah, pepperoni but, rolls. Oh, yeah, I bought the pepperoni rolls. Like right now, we're in Girl Scout season, so I'm a top supporter. I think I've personally bought over 100 uh, boxes of cookies so far. Along oh, they with my like sister. you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a They're going to make you an honorary Girl support. Scout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then even we're also in progy season. Uh, we're filming over in McKee's Rocks, Holy Ghost, uh, Byzantine Catholic Church last week. I, just a little snack. These are these are things that happen throughout the day, all t all the day, all pretty much all the time. I bought 25 dozen of progies the other day. I'm going to buy 25 more this coming week. 
Um, so they were very happy, and I got a lot of buzz. We were filming in their parking lot. Um, you know, Doughboy's Pizza, my biggest pizza um, purchase was 200 pizzas from Frank's in Millvale. So that's, uh, you know, I think when I call, I see, I hear them screaming in the background. They're my favorite phone calls. And they're like, Leela's calling, Leela's calling. And they know, like, stop what they're doing. The, you know, they, they start counting how many, how much pizza that they can make. Um, so I use them often. Um, you know, people have been very appreciative on me in Lawrenceville. Um, yeah, I get numerous text messages and supporting their family. It's a family-run business. So the bottom line is supporting the local businesses with everything you do. Well, we appreciate you, Leela. Have a great mm-hmm. day. You can go back to bed, I guess. <laughs> okay. Thanks for getting up I so early, Leela. You're amazing, and we really appreciate okay. you. Lee- thank you, thank you. Leela <laughs> Checo, Craft Services. i got to tell you, my dad was in the car industry for 40 years, sold cars. And then, as you know, Don, he was an extra in a bunch of movies and he loved it but he didn't understand craft services they you can have anything you want he said that was something that made him really happy as an extra well and the key is though they're not allowed to leave you and i could well not here at a normal nine to five job you can walk out and go get a cup of coffee yeah but you gotta be you gotta stay there so. so they gotta have your cup of coffee and leela does such a great job keeping everybody happy and with interesting new things and using local businesses used to say, you can eat anything you want. I'm like, okay, Dad, we get it. (laughs) We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.